3: I'm a total Olympics nerd and a figure skating fiend. I've even come around to ice dancing. As a kid, Christy Yamaguchi was my spirit animal and one of my favorite movies of all time, The Cutting Edge.
1: DB Sweeney. Man, would I love to see you play hockey? Moira Kelly.
3: Any day.
0: The Cutting Edge.
3: If you haven't seen it, and I'm sad for you that you haven't, It's the quintessential figure skating romantic comedy. A diva figure skater named Kate Mosley, brilliantly played by Moira Kelly, pairs up with a down on his luck and not so bright, but very handsome hockey player named Doug Dorsey. And together they go for the gold in the Olympics. They do this insane move in the movie called the Pomchenko twist. I don't even think it's possible in real life.
4: We're doing the Pemchenko. What?
2: Oh, you heard me. You think I'm doing all this to,
4: to get a program out of you? You want
2: to win, don't you?
0: No, it's
1: no good, Kate. It's too dangerous.
3: Then we agreed. We're putting it in. And at the end of the movie, they get it done in the Olympics. But that's where the movie ends. You never know if they won or not. It drives me crazy every time I watch it. I want them to win. I want their dreams to come true. Can they really achieve love and an Olympic medal? Well, there's actually a real life example. Chris and Alexa Kaneram.
5: Our next competitors representing the United States of America, Alexa Simeka Kaneram and Chris Kaneram.
3: Chris and Alexa are a pair of professional figure skaters who met on the ice. Got married, and together dreamed of going to the Olympics. And we got to talk to them about it. I'm Joe Piazza. This is Committed. So guys, I promised myself that I would refrain from making too many cutting-edge references in this interview, but I should just probably apologize ahead of time for that. Topic. Thank you. (laughs) That's exactly what I wanted to hear, and we could just cancel the rest of the interview now. Don't even need to do it.
6: (laughs) Yeah, that movie's a classic.
3: To be fair, Chris wasn't a has-been hockey player, and Alexa wasn't a spoiled brat rich kid figure skater with an attitude problem. This is real life, not a romantic comedy after all. But the two of them did meet on the ice. And they did share the same dream. That dream was a really big one.
4: And It wasn't just about one person. It was, I wanted to go to the Olympics, Alexa wanted to go to the Olympics, and we wanted to get each other to the Olympics.
3: But let's back up just a little bit to when they first met in 2012. Chris had been skating since he was 12 years old and trained seriously with three different partners. But he was starting to look for someone new. At the same time, Alexa was moving to Colorado Springs where Chris was training. His coach, Delilah Sappenfield, brought them together for a week-long tryout. Delilah had a pretty good feeling about the two of them.
4: As soon as I picked her up from the airport in my Camaro, (laughs) we uh, got off talking and there was great conversation and I guess I couldn't shut up. And normally... I am not a big talker. From there, we had a, you know, we had a great connection with each other. Alexa was just 21 when they met.
3: A five foot two blonde, wide eyed like a woodland elf. Chris was a little older, 25, with dark hair and the bone structure of a Disney prince.
6: I knew we had a connection from the moment we met, but also things were fresh and exciting because uh, we're in a, try out for a new partnership so there's kind of like this honeymoon stage that partners go through when they team up with somebody new
3: getting used to a new skating partner is like the beginning of any relationship the time when you're still googly-eyed and jelly-kneed over the other person you're like the best version of yourself a version of yourself you probably don't even recognize Alexa said it took a few weeks for them to act like normal people around one another. But even then, even when they stopped pretending to be perfect all the time, they were still kind of into each other and more than just as skating partners.
6: Originally, our coach had asked us if we were dating and we kept telling her no, but she knew Chris so well because she had coached him for so many years before I moved there that she knew something was going on.
3: They finally had to break the news to Delilah that they were pretty serious. They were dating, and they wanted to continue skating together. And here's the thing about the skating. Chris and Alexa weren't just good together. They were really good together. Maybe even great. They won a gold medal at their first international event in 2012.
7: Number one. Representing the USA. uh, Alexa was on the scene for us. Teamed up
3: earlier this year on the Grand Prix. First Grand Prix event for them. But it wasn't exactly easy. Dating the person you're working with, competing with, spending all of your days with. Here's Chris.
4: And with Alexa, you know, if she's having trouble on a throw, maybe in our first year, I would really get upset at her.
6: It was hard to separate the skating work life from the home life. There was a learning curve on how to talk to one another on the ice while we were working, so nothing came off as a personal attack or hurt each other's feelings.
3: There are plenty of days where it's hard for Chris to skate with a happy-go-lucky attitude. Just like most of us, he's just trying to get through the day. Sometimes his back hurts. Sometimes he doesn't even want to be there. Sometimes his throws are terrible. And when the person throwing you in the air doesn't feel like throwing you in the air, that can be a problem. Most couples can ignore problems. Most couples can push them off to the side and let them fester. Chris and Alexa have no choice but to talk about them right away.
4: With the communication, you know, Alexa would say, I'm just frustrated with the throws. It's not you. Don't take anything I do personally. I'm not trying to attack you.
6: I find that Chris and I are more successful when we state what we think is the obvious, but the other person might not pick up right away. So for instance, it's a Wednesday morning and I'm tired, sore, and I would really just rather be in bed, but I know I have to train and make progress. It helps the working relationship if I just state that up front so Chris doesn't think that I'm mad at him or there's something wrong.
3: Stating the obvious and recognizing that your partner isn't messing something up intentionally to hurt you is good advice, even if you're not a professional figure skater. It's the kind of chicken soup for the soul advice that is actually true, that you start to realize when you've been with someone for a while. Chris and Alexa had to realize it really quickly.
6: If he's making a lot of mistakes that day or if we're just not clicking in our unison while we're skating, he's not doing it on purpose because we share the same dream. After the first year of kind of that roller coaster of emotions of trying to learn how to work with one another, we kind of figured it out.
3: When they say they figured it out, they figured it out. They won a silver medal at the U.S. Championships in 2013. And then they finished ninth in their first world championships that same year.
1: Well, the crowd certainly enjoying that performance from Alexa Schnecker and Christopher Kinnerham, one of the three U.S. pairs teams that is eligible to compete at Worlds. Alexa Schnecker
7: and Christopher
1: Kinnerham. And I think by that reaction from Alexa, everyone understands exactly how she feels about that last performance.
7: Oh,
5: that
6: was was very solid. I mean, that was a, a great performance, and especially from a team that hasn't been together for that long. Nine
1: months?
6: They look like they've been together longer than that.
3: They were still a new team, but they were going places. They were even considered in contention for the Sochi Olympics in 2014. But then Chris broke his fibula. He had surgery that required a metal plate and nine screws be put in his ankle. Chris and Alexa's dream of getting to the Olympics had to be put on hold. Let's take a minute for a quick break here. When we come back, we'll hear about how Chris recovered and how they ended up walking down the aisle.
0: at purdueglobal.edu.
3: Alexis stuck by Chris as he recovered from his broken leg. And in 2015, they were back on the ice, winning their first national title, setting record scores in both the short program and the free skate. They also became the first American pair in history to perform a quadruple twist in competition. This is the move that's like a more realistic version ...of the Pamchenko twist.
0: It's been reported on a lot, but the opening element is that quad twist.
6: No other team will be doing it. If they hit it cleanly, they'll be raking in the money.
0: Watch for the
4: stretch in Chris's arms if they're all the way straight, and watch for the catch on her hips.
6: They did a beautiful one in practice. <laughs> Whoa!
0: Whoa! Done it!
3: How do you top a quad twist in competition? Well, you ask someone to marry you. Chris asked Alexa, and of course she said yes. But together, they asked their coach, Delilah, to marry the two of them, to be their officiant. After all, she was the one who got them together in the first place.
4: You know, we had asked her, we actually brought her over to uh, our house, and we got a cake for her and wrote on it, Will you marry us? (laughs) Uh, so uh it took her a moment it took her a second to figure it out (laughs) when she was reading it but that was really special to us you know she was the person that got us together she had seen the ups and the downs of all of our training she was like a second mom to both of us so we really felt like she was the perfect person to officiate our wedding because she helped get us together and she helped keep us together
3: They got married in June 2016 at a golf club in Colorado Springs with an amazing view of the mountains. Figure skating brought them together. It was impossible not to have it at the wedding.
6: The cool things about our wedding when we planned it was we tried to incorporate as much of our skating career that we could. We had a little ice skate boot and a blade separate, and we mounted the boot and blade together to show like a unified skate, kind of like how people do those rituals. We made up our own. We also had our first dance to Unchained Melody, which is a piece that we have in our free skate music that we used at the Olympics, just a different version. So that was very special.
3: As newlyweds, their eye was still on that same dream, the Olympics. And now they were hoping to get to the 2018 Winter Games in Pyeongchang, South Korea. They were on the right track. They were winning all the right things. They were a definite fan favorite. And then Alexa got sick. Really sick. The doctors had no idea what was wrong with her at first. She had frequent vomiting that would last for 10 to 12 hours. She was in debilitating pain and could hardly eat or drink. At night, she couldn't sleep. The pain would just wake her up again. She described it one day by saying that brushing her teeth was more difficult than any long figure skating program she'd ever performed.
4: You know, I think at the beginning when Alexa first started getting sick, there was just a lot of questions as to what was going on because we would go see doctor after doctor and get this x-ray and this scan and nothing would happen and Alexa would be sick Then she could go skate for a couple days and then be sick again. So at the beginning, it's just like you're just wondering what's going on and hoping that it's not anything too serious.
6: That was a hard Part of our lives, and we really had to lean on one another. And it really tested our marriage, even though the hardest part of our relationship in the few years that we were together was faced only a couple months after getting married.
4: We started withdrawing from competition.
6: Instead of making it about him and kind of vocalizing his lack of training or skating or missing out on the Grand Prix, he never mentioned it to me. He only wanted to do what was going to help me get better. And that was huge because it helped me not feel as guilty for causing us to not skate.
3: Did you feel guilty?
6: I felt guilty the whole time.
3: But Alexa's a fighter. And on the days when she felt even a little bit of strength, she'd go to the rink and try to skate.
6: It was never equivalent to what we needed to actually progress. And I felt bad and I felt sorry to be taking his dream away from him.
3: But she wasn't taking his dream away from him. Chris's new dream was a life with Alexa, no matter what that had to look like.
4: I took skating out of the equation. I really didn't think about it too much. I would have withdrew for everything. You know, I would have been fine being done skating, because at that point it wasn't about skating, it was about Alexa living.
3: Alexa was eventually diagnosed with a rare, life-threatening gastrointestinal condition. She underwent three different abdominal surgeries to try to correct
4: it. It was a huge relief finally being able to figure out what was going on and get her into surgery, knowing that now she's going to be okay. And whether it takes us a year or two years to get back on the ice, it's not going to be a big deal.
3: After the surgeries, Alexa weighed only 80 pounds. She had lost her muscle and body mechanics. Chris had to hold her up because she wasn't even capable of standing. But Alexa was committed to making small progress every day. She began by walking around the rink. Just once. And each day she could go a little longer. And a little longer after that. When she was finally ready to get back on the ice, She asked Chris to help her.
4: Eventually, she was able to step on the ice. She couldn't skate on her own, so I was just holding her hands and scooting her around the ice so she could at least feel that she's moving forward. And, you know, the dream of being able to skate again was not lost.
3: The doctors told Alexa that she would be back to normal in six to eight weeks. Back to normal for a regular person means they can go get groceries or go to Starbucks, walk the dog. But Alexa wasn't a normal person. She was a professional athlete. And the Olympics were less than two years away. Let's take a quick break here. And then we'll find out about what happened to Chris and Alexa's dream.
7: Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with smart metabolic burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future.
4: After the six to eight weeks, Alexa was back to being normal. She then had to, you know, start from scratch, basically, to build her body up to being an elite athlete. Honestly, if I was in the same situation, I would not have been able to do it nearly as efficiently and as fast as Alexa was able to do it.
3: Her last surgery had been on Halloween night. By February, Chris and Alexa felt ready to compete again.
4: When we first competed, she was just under 100 pounds. Going from having no muscle to enough to get through a a four-and-a-half-minute program with throws and lifts and twists and all these physical things that normal people can't just go out and do, there needs to be training behind it, was like just such an inspirational thing for me to watch. A big reason we were able to pull our criteria after nationals was what we did in February and in March,
3: they placed 6th at the 2017 Four Continents Championship, their first major competition since Alexa's injury. At the 2017 World Championships, they became the only pairs team to score over 200 points for the United States. In figure skating, that's a really big deal.
7: Lovely finish. Throw flip. they near to the lead.
3: They just got better from there. At the 2018 U.S. Championships, the Canerims won their second national title. And then in January of 2018, all their hard work, all the sacrifice, it paid off. U.S. figure skating announced that Alexa and Chris would represent America in the Pyeongchang Games. They were going to the Olympics.
6: Oh, well, I was speechless, and I'm never speechless, so that kind of (laughs) speaks for itself. Um, I had, like, this moment when the scores came up, and I saw that we won because I knew that our chances of making the team were high, but it doesn't sink in until it's actually said and done, and when we won, I just had this moment where I finally felt like the pain that I had felt so many times from being sick and having episodes was worth it because— you know, my lifelong dream was being realized and my family's sacrifices and Chris's family's sacrifices when he was growing up were all worth it. So it was an unbelievable moment. I'll never forget the moment where it just kind of sank in that my dream, our dream is coming true.
3: Can we stop for a second and talk about what a big deal that is? Millions of kids, including me, grew up with the dream of getting to the Olympics. Thousands of people, not including me, will train for their entire lives. Only a handful actually make it to the games. It was time to go to Pyeongchang. Chris and Alexa would compete as a pair in both the short program and the free skate, but they would also be a part of the American team.
2: Alexa and Chris, 2015 and 18 Alexa U.S. State champions. Tenth at last year's mm-hmm. world championships.
5: Alexa, Seneca Kinera and Chris Kinera.
2: have been on the podium in the Grand Prix.
5: Alexa, Seneca Canero and Chris Canero have earned in the short program 69.75.
2: That's
7: huge. That, that's huge. Four that's, points better than their seasons, best.
2: That's a really seriously score.
7: And in
3: that moment, they reached their goal. The they achieved their shared dream. Alexa and Chris Kinnearim were Olympic medalists. they just helped the Americans win the bronze medal for the team event. It was on to the short program and the free skate. Their routine will go down in history. I personally think it's better than the final scene of The Cutting Edge. See, on Valentine's Day, Alexa and Chris, already American sweethearts, became the epitome of couple goals when they closed out their performance with a perfect kiss.
2: Well, can they recreate the superb short program from the team event?
7: Skating to Moulin Rouge, come what may, before every skate she looks him in the eyes and says, I love you. Still on their honeymoon. (laughs) Where's the kiss cam when you need it?
3: (laughs) 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 The crowd in Korea went wild. Oohs, ahs. Instagram blew up. Chris even presented Alexa with a handmade Valentine heart that read Will you be mine? Hoda and Savannah talked about it on the Today Show the next day.
1: The Canerums did advance to tonight's free skate. It'll be the fourth time they've skated in a week and their last time on the ice competitively at these Olympics. Savannah and Hoda. Wow,
5: well, we knew we loved them when they came on the set. Oh, but they wow. were adorable. Yeah. And their love, you just feel it. Joe, thank you so much. Guys,
3: that was the kiss witnessed around the world. And I have to ask, was it planned? Was it staged? Or are you two really just that adorable?
6: Well, when Chris and I compete, we kiss or don't kiss. We just, whatever we feel the moment will do. So the kiss on Valentine's Day, I mean, we didn't even think uh, it's Valentine's Day, let's kiss. I actually didn't even know like it was a big deal, but What was cute was that the crowd in Korea was so like shocked by the public (laughs) display of affection. they were like oohing when we kissed. So I did it. I had us do it one more time. I know that Chris and I will have a hard time topping Valentine's Day ever again. Because, you know, we were living our dream in that moment of being at the Olympics.
3: Just making it to the Olympics together as a couple was Chris and Alexa's dream.
7: Team USA, the bronze medalists.
3: And hearing them talk about everything it took to get them there, you can tell that it's as much about the journey for the two of them as it is about the destination. Their marriage makes their skating better. And their skating actually makes their marriage better.
4: I think it's really strengthened our marriage. We've had the same dream when we got together. We both wanted to go to the Olympics. We both wanted to be national champions. You know, you kind of have your, your separate dreams, uh, her coming into the relationship and me. You have your separate things that you want. But as we grew together as a team, our goals became one goal and it became our goal that we wanted. And, you know, we've both wanted it since we got together and kind of learned how each other works and. Um, our relationship grew and with the you know with the us getting married it grew even more
3: so guys I saved my most important question for last after successfully completing the Pamchenko twist and clearly schooling the Russians do you think that Kate Mosley and Doug Dorsey won the Olympic medal and end up happily ever after
6: don't (laughs) think I don't know. I'd say that they'd win just because it's such a great movie.
3: Me too. Me too. Chris and Alexa's episode made me start to think about our own dreams. And how maybe we need some new dreams. So I talked to Nick about it.
1: I'll tell you, I feel pretty supported. You in, do? in general. We don't S- have
3: an Olympic medal.
1: We don't have an Olympic medal, but did we set out to get an Olympic medal?
3: No. What's our dream right now? We don't we don't have a shared dream. Maybe we should write down our dreams.
1: I guess I'd have to think about that.
3: Let's make a list. We're doing good. We don't need a medal.
1: But we can get a medal.
3: We could. They sell medals at the shop down I'll give street. you a medal, baby. Okay. Good night.
8: This episode was hosted and reported by Joe Piazza. Special thanks to Alexa and Chris Kinnearum. It was produced and edited by Ramsey Yunt, with additional editing by Tyler Klang and mixing by Tristan McNeil. The executive producers are Joe Piazza, Mangesh Hatikader, and Will Pearson. Theme song and original music by Tristan McNeil, with additional music by Kimiko Ishizaka, Pierce Murphy, T.R.J. Banks, Kevin McLeod, Peter Dudenko, Alpha Hydra, Lee Rosevere, Free Tim, and Josh Woodward. For comments, suggestions, or to be part of the show, send an email to joe at committedpodcast.com. That's J O at committedpodcast.com. Committed with Joe Piazza has been a production of the House Stuff Works family, produced in our studios located in Atlanta, Georgia. You can grab a copy of Joe's book, How to Be Married, on Amazon or wherever books are sold.